Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Smackdown Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Andy Murray from What Culture to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Smackdown, but also Monday Night Raw, NXT 2.0, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, Round of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Andy to look ahead to SmackDown the night before SummerSlam. The go-home show for the biggest party of the summer. Yeah, cool. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think mm. anything else is going to be added to this show? I'm just looking now. Obviously, the Seth Rollins match is gone. There's eight matches on the card at the time of recording. I don't know. Could this finally be the moment that they break that duck and put an Intercontinental Championship match on a premium That'd live be event. Nice. That'd be nice, For the first it? time since last WrestleMania. Not you, the one that's just gone, but one before that. That's absurd, isn't it? An absurd statistic. Yeah, just like uh, I could absolutely see Triple H being a Gunter guy, a Gunther, oh, however, yes. however we're saying it. Uh, I say it differently every time because I'm a moron. Um, <laughs> I could absolutely see him going, hey, this big guy rules. Let's put him on the card. Let's get him, let's get him chopping someone. Uh, it would be fun as well and it would give you like uh, a, a kind of because with him you're guaranteed a high quality match it would give you like a guaranteed banger as well particularly after losing Seth the chef versus Riddle playing the fiddle I don't have a run <laughs> for him um, you, it would be nice to kind of have that work rate TM appeal if you will uh, added to the show I'd, uh, if we're going to see anything added I think it would be that or maybe they'll go Rollins will face a mystery because mm. I think that's going to be a cool thing to do for SummerSlam if you must insist on telling us that Riddle's injured. Mm. Especially um, if they bring back Sasha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a thing that could happen. I don't know why I scoffed. Um, I think that's a good, that would be a good way to build a bit of intrigue before the show, I think. I, I'm actually moderately surprised they didn't just do Drew versus Sheamus on that, you know? Yeah, the there's a there's a tiny bit of me. We'll get to there. Hang on, what's the f- official title? Good old-fashioned Donny Brook yeah. match in due course. But there's a tiny bit of me that's like, well, you've dragged it out this far, lads. Why not put it on the premium live event? Yeah. They could have added some... Well, they've added some juice, I guess, to SmackDown with that. Some Iron Brew, because one of them's Scottish. Do you think that that, that this Donnybrook match is to potentially mask the fact that we might not get either Roman or Brock on this show? Like, they've hyped it up as, like, the last show before SummerSlam. 
But yeah. I always think unless they say Roman's going to be here or Brock's going to yeah. going to address the address his enemies or whatever it may be. <laughs> like he's Eddie Kingston. Um, I always think... Except Brock's enemies in this case are like pigs in the butcher shop, mm, aren't they? I always think maybe <laughs> it's just going to be Paul Heyman talking up the the, the, the last man standing match, perhaps. Yeah. I think regardless, tonight's SmackDown is probably going to be less event- eventful than, than last week. Yeah, definitely. I, I You know... The, Thank the, you, Vince. Thank, oh. <laughs> that was miserable. Uh, that, that has already aged like milk left out in the sun. <laughs> yep. The, the milk has become so aged, it's grown its own arms and is now starting a bottling business. Um, yeah, I, these go-home shows, they've, they've been neutered a lot since the network came into play and now Peacock, obviously, because they don't have to sell you pay-per-views anymore. They don't, they've already got your subscription money. So, hey, what what is this? The, it's like... The model's completely changed. There's no longer that last-minute clamor to make these things as exciting uh, as they, they can be. That's not to say it won't be exciting. Maybe they'll come up with some cool stuff. Who knows? Um, but it's not the norm anymore. I've got your thing. Just what? as you were talking there, it's come to me. What? So you haven't got Brock. Milk. Arms. You haven't got Roman, right? Yeah. And we've already seen a million different permutations for Usos and the Street Profits. Who I, The Street Profits, I thought, were absolutely sensational on yeah, last week's they're, SmackDown. They're, they're so fired up. Um so, having done all that, and you've got a few matches already advertised for tonight, so you don't necessarily need yeah. to do too much wrestling on a Friday night. <laughs> don't want wrestling on our wrestling Whoa. show. Hold on there, pal. So, what are the other parts that we could push together? I'll tell you, Andy Murray. What have we got? Paul Heyman. Obviously, Paul Heyman doing his brilliant job, as always, of selling not just Roman versus Brock, but arguably the mm-hmm. Usos and the Street mm-hmm. Profits, mm-hmm. you know. Take all the belts, sort of thing, bloodline, yep. all that nonsense. Maybe Sami Zayn does something. But what if you have Paul Heyman on one side of the ring with a mic and on the other, Double J, baby! <laughs> In his ref outfit. He's been wearing it all week, like as I'm pamphlet pointed out, a kid going to a fancy dress party. And then he, uh, no guitar, then he guitar shots Paul Heyman to close the show. <laughs> And he ends up in the main event yeah. as a result. <laughs> I'll be taking Brock's place. Double J always wins. Double J never loses. Yeah, why not? Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Have some fun with Jeff Jarrett on this show, right? He's already got a pretty stacked weekend, but he, bollocks to he's it. He's a busy lad. He's a busy lad for sure, as I'm sure he'd have in no other way. Mm. Uh, love love Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, why not? Let's do something a bit silly. Like you say, it's there's a chance Brock and or Roman might not be on this show at all. You got this match on, which is a nice compensation, I think. It's uh, like Seamus versus Drew. The stipulation sounds stupid, uh, the name of it. But these matches are literally always good. Like Drew and Seamus, they beat the piss out of each other. Yeah. I know we've seen like 20 of them over the past couple of years, but I don't care because they literally just are always... The floor of them is very high. I can't remember the last time I watched one of these and went, oh, that wasn't that wasn't great. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're always awesome. So Yeah, it, it always helps when you're fighting your mate because you can beat the piss out of yeah. each other. They'll both be on social media sharing photos of their backs afterwards going, yeah. look how red I am. And and the good thing, I suppose... Well, we might as well talk about it now. The, the good thing, I suppose, with the good old-fashioned Donny Brook match, which I'm fairly certain is just a street fight but with shillelaghs... Yeah, street fight with shillelaghs and cans of Iron Brew from, yeah. from Drew and Haggis's. So the, the good <laughs> thing about it is that when Drew inevitably wins, yeah. I think that's everyone's agreed yeah. on that, yeah. it doesn't necessarily, even though we all kind of think Roman's going to retain tomorrow, on, yes, tomorrow, yeah, yeah. 
uh, it doesn't necessarily spoil that. You know, sometimes yeah. right, it's like someone wins the Rumble and then you've got the world title match later on in the night and you're like, well, because that guy's won the Rumble, there's yeah. no way they put it on the heel, for example. Yeah, true, true. Or the babyface, I should say. They've but, not like formally made it a contendership match. Or but yeah, I, I agree. I think the good old-fashioned Donny Brook match, they like good old-fashioned at the moment, didn't they? They had a good mm. old-fashioned Battle Royal. Battle Royal, yeah. Which led to nothing. They did that, <laughs> yeah. Did that, was that, the, that was like the show after the Royal Rampage, isn't it? So I think so. It was really funny. Like AEW kind of just stole the word Royal for their for their two ring battle royal, which I really enjoyed. I thought it was fun. Uh, and then WWE were like, "Hey, we can get petty too." Like I love stuff like that. I love it when both companies do that. And I love it when they had this this thing, this r- r- battle royal. And I was like, "Oh, cool!" So that's determining the final person in Money in the Bank. Yeah. And then they went, "No, nah, that's later on." Yeah. So it was totally it's just to kill time. Yeah. We need to stop ten minutes. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, I'm yawning for some reason. Uh, yeah, we need to kill ten minutes at the start of the show, boys. What are we going to do? Battle Royal. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think you know, as with as we what we said on Raw as well, people anticipating a, a sweeping change to Friday Night SmackDown are going to be sorely disappointed because this is yeah. everything's like I was just looking there at the SummerSlam card. I will get to the Drew match in a second and get your inevitable Drew McIntyre prediction. But I was looking, and, and across, obviously across both shows, but across SmackDown, there's not really a lot that needs to be done. Roman Brock is Roman Brock, and it probably will be helped by a Paul Heyman prediction spoiler gimmick. Yeah. But you don't need any more face-offs between the two of them. You've got enough bloody stock footage of that. Uso Street Profits, as I've said, has been featured on both shows, and we've already got the Jeff Jarrett thing with that. Yep. And then all you've really got is Pat McAfee and Happy Corbin, and that peaked last week. Yep. With the... This is Sparta yeah. kick from uh, Happy Corbin. And the great and promo. Yeah. See you see sometime, bitch, from Pat McAfee. Um, and, and Liv Morgan, Ronda Rousey, I think is maybe one more uh, thing with them. Maybe Ronda has a match against some goober and takes it a little bit too far yeah. with her submission just to make a bit of a statement. Yeah, or maybe she goes out right heel. Maybe, like, any degree of that. Any degree in that direction, I think, would be, would yeah. be pretty cool because... Yeah, I think that's the long-term direction for her character. So maybe she squashes someone and keeps an armbar on really unnecessarily and lives like, Rhonda, this is evil. Don't yeah. be evil. And then they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Establish a more distanced character dynamic between the two. I think that'd be good. If you want to know our thoughts on the uh, overall SummerSlam card, by the way, we did a preview, me and Andy, yesterday. What cool dressing wherever you get your podcast from. But yes, I sense that... There's going to be sword stuff, oh god, yeah. but mainly shillelagh stuff. And and I don't know. Do you think that the the whole of the brawling brutes are going to get involved in this? It feels inevitable, doesn't it? To give oh, things yeah, a yeah. bit of a you know a, a, maybe a, a bro kick one two. Oh, maybe oh. he's going to fight a clash of the castle. I mean, he's not. But. I've actually got a bit of exclusive news to drop. Uh, obviously, I am being a Scottish man. I am well connected to every person from Scotland. Yes, uh, me and the the the. Scottish clans assembled uh, in the in the loch last night. We're in Loch Ness, and uh, Nessie was chairing the meeting. Obviously, Good. you need you need people to cancel out the, these brawling brutes, right? They're a menace, right? Butch, he's basically like a dog or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, Rich Holland, he's a big boy. You need, who are you going to get? Who are you bringing in? Who you, how are you going to nullify these guys? Well, Drew, you know. Uh, not not a huge amount of established allies on on SmackDown at the moment, so we have to go to his roots and heritage and bring back the Highlanders. Oh, Nessie told me that personally. And then they'll so. be spotted in the audience for AW Dynamite next this, week. This is it. I I learned this <laughs> from Ian Iron Brew himself. So, <laughs> yeah, I. 
tonic, he told me, the I tea did, cake guy. I did like that when, when Finley used to use the shillelagh, you know. <laughs> yeah? I did like that as a little... I don't mind it as a weapon, because, like... The it's diff- weird that they just were like, yeah, you can bring a weapon down to ringside. What yeah. could possibly go wrong here? It's obviously a little bit reductive, right? Because it's like, Irish guy has to use an Irish weapon. But, like, the shillelagh... It's something that could you you could believably use as a weapon in pro wrestling because it's not going to kill someone because you're not going to unless you hit them in the head obviously, mm. um, but you're going to whack them on the back or whatever. Uh, my cousin Keith, who lives in Florida, actually owns a shillelagh. It's really? Weirdly. Yeah, yeah. We were over there uh, when I was on vacation in July. He was like, he just brought out the shillelagh in the house. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. What a, what a remarkable! It's like an authentic back in the day shillelagh as well. So I wonder if Seamus is. Got a similar one, but um, he's, he's got cut in half on SmackDown. Yeah, what's he gonna do now? The I do, sword. I do like the idea of him swinging. I don't know if the sword's been banned. I've got a feeling it might be actually. But I think it was. I do like the idea of him swinging for Drew, and you do the old gimmick where he like cuts the shillelagh in half, and then he swings yeah. it again, and he cuts it in half again, and he's basically just left with a stump. And yeah, then he gets claymored out of his shoes. Yeah, that would be kind of funny. Like the thing that the sword, the sword needs to go right. <laughs> like <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's absurd. Yeah. So the thing about the shillelagh is like, yeah, that can be believable because you're not going to immediately kill someone if you hit them with it as long as you don't crack their skull, obviously. Mm. But the sword, no, like, no, you can't <laughs> you can't use that as a wrestling weapon because babyface Drew McIntyre isn't just going to lop someone's arm off, you know? It, it's a total suspension of disbelief uh, preventer. It was funny, right, when the berserker had the sword and it was stupid because it was the new generation era and yeah. he was like stabbing the ring and stuff. <laughs> um, but this is it's 2022. This doesn't fly. Got an idea. Got an idea to, to level the playing field here, which features the sword, okay? Hit me. So... We see backstage, Drew McIntyre, the old split screen, Drew McIntyre's warming up, Sheamus is warming up, and Ridge has got Butch on a tight leash, right? <laughs> but Butch signals to, to Ridge he needs to go toilet before, <laughs> before the <laughs> main event, probably. Yeah. Right? And he goes, oh, well, I'll find a quiet spot. I don't know why he's going backstage rather than outside, <laughs> but still, we'll go backstage. Ridge gets the center. No, Ridge, sorry. Butch gets the center something, right? And suddenly sees over there, what's that? Oh, what did, like, uh, bone or something, or dog food or something, right? Win a lot somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, come on, and he drags him there, because Butch can't hold him back. Yeah. I've seen people getting dragged along by a dog. <laughs> Schnorbit. Drags him in. Boom. Door gets closed. It's a kennel, but like a human-sized kennel, and uh, he puts the sword in as, like, a, as a lock. That's how they kept out of ringside, and the sword isn't as well. And James is like, "Oh no, it's only me on my own." And then he gets uh, welcomed to the doghouse by his new personal ring announcer, Road Dog Jesse James. Wow. He's not going anywhere else, is he? No, he's probably not getting that job he wants. <laughs> probably not, Rody. Uh, yeah, why not, man? Why not? You know, I, I I think they should bring in some celebrity dogs for this for this yes. cat. Schnorbitz, <laughs> Keith Harris, and Orville. No, Orville wasn't a dog. Clifford. Was he? Clifford, big red dog. <laughs> the fiend, obviously. Well, there's lots of famous dogs. Snoopy. Snoopy. Uh, Pingu. No one. <laughs> no one from back in the day. Uh, uh, Pikachu, obviously. Yeah. Garfield. He likes lasagna, Garfield. <laughs> it's a weird dog. And um, Spot. Spot the dog. Spot the dog. There we go. OG. Here's a dog. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Right, Andy, is tonight the night Lacey Evans will finally bloody wrestle? Don't be stupid. What do you think this is? Because she's been advertised tonight against Aaliyah, but then she's been advertised against Aaliyah for several weeks now, and all she does is come out, say, I'm in the military, or I was in the military. As Pat McAfee pointed out, she still gets a You Suck chant in America, which is insane. It's wild, isn't it? And then, I mean, I hope... Personally, Aaliyah's learnt from previous weeks because what she does is she comes out, she goes, right, I'm going to finally get my bloody hands on Lacey Evans after she turned on me when we went to be tagging a few weeks back. And then Lacey Evans cuts the promo and she goes, right, you ready? And she gets woman's right every time. Yeah. So maybe just wait till the referee rings the bell, Aaliyah. It's, uh, this is almost like exactly the same as her early days on the main roster, isn't it? When she'd come down the ramp, do an entrance and then go away again and everyone be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, what's going on here? Yeah. What's going on? It's weird. Uh you're not, she's not wrestling. She's not wrestling again. She's never going to wrestle again. That's that's not how this works. Come on. We're going to do this ad nauseum. I just, I don't know where we go from here. Her character direction is like, it's unspeakably chaotic, right? It, the turns, the brands moving and the character flipping and all of this stuff. It's, I don't know. I It seems to me like they, they wanted to get Lacey back on TV. Uh, and they were just like, oh, don't really know what we're doing with her here, and they changed their mind many, many times. How Maybe, do you do that sort of like sort yeah. of storyline half-assed? How do you sit there and say, we're going to delve deep into yeah. incredibly personal issues, yeah. and then at the last minute, I mean, it's the it's one of the last relics of Vince McMahon's era, isn't it? Of like, yeah. last minute, now nah, change your plan, she's a heel now. Yeah. It's like, told this incredible story. You've baby, like Lacey Evans is kind of hard to baby face because everyone already knew her as... Lacey yeah, gimmick wise, yeah, yeah. But they did it, and then they went. No, nah, I don't like it. Yeah, it's like it's really easy. 
it, it, it was rough as well because like obviously the traumas and stuff she was bringing up are really like uh, deep-rooted issues and like if people who are watching this have experienced similar things and i hope they haven't obviously but if they have things like that can be quite triggering yeah. and like they can set things off inside you and it's really difficult to deal with so to to take that to use it for sympathy and then flip it around into like a heel thing was really distasteful and they're not really getting the level of scrutiny they deserve for that i thought it was really gross mm. like it, you line up your most disgusting promotional tactics of 2022 list because it should be on there um and you know laughing and joking aside about the wins and losses uh, not, sorry they're not wrestling mm. I think, yeah, it's just a really strange, complex mess up across the board. Also, if you're a Leah and you're listening to this, we know they listen, Andy. Um, oh, yeah. It's kind of obvious what's coming because she cuts the promo, then she turns to face you, and it's called the woman's right. Yeah. So it's only coming from... So just keep your eye on her right hand. If yeah. that starts to move, duck or step back. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So no match tonight. No, no match. Not happening. Well, we are getting the New Day versus the Viking Raiders. Oh, I'm sorry. The New Day versus the new vicious Viking Raiders. <laughs> uh, there's only one winner here. The, the new, new Day. <laughs> sorry. The New Day can eat losses, and the Viking Raiders are being established, presumably, as the first opponents for the Street Profits when they yes. win the titles. Yeah, the newly refurbished Viking experience at the <laughs> Jorvik Viking Museum in York, England, is uh, going to triumph over the New Day, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I mean... Like the feud is is what it is. Guys dressing up as the other guys is not really uh, not really something I find all that amusing in twenty twenty two. When I was thirteen and watching it in the Attitude Era, uh, apart from the ones that were, you know, pretty awful. Yeah, they were um, pretty badly. Some of them. Yep, the ones you know, you know the ones I'm talking about. Um, but things like. Triple H and Sean dressing up as Shane and Vince and when they were doing their dad DX act in the mid 2000s and stuff. And I did like Edge um, and, and Randy Orton as, as DX as yeah. well. So I've enjoyed... We'll be back. Exactly. I've enjoyed stuff like this in the past. Uh, some of it should be deleted from the archives. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I'm not, I, it's impossible. I'm 34 years old. I've been watching wrestling since 1992. I can't invest in a feud primarily built around Kofi and, and Woods dressing up as the Viking Raiders and going, oh, and stuff, you know. Plus the other week. Um, I love I love the new day, I should say. But yeah, oh, they, they, you know, they we're never going to fall Goes without saying, yeah. But the other week, I'm fairly certain the Viking Raiders had had a match and the new day were like, well, we got these tickets for your ass whooping. Yeah. And then they still got beaten up. Yeah. So... Fresh Viking Raiders. The only thing that I think that can distract them is when the rhythm gets shanky and he's got to bust some moves. Oh, there you go, baby. Rhythm is a shanky. <laughs> I, I don't really... You can see him everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. Is that how the song What's goes? she going to look like with a chimney on her? There you that go. was a song, wasn't it? What's he going to look like? With a chimney on her. Ah. Is that the lyrics? I think so. Something like that. Sounds something is that like the, that. the Will Griggs on Fire song? No, that's Possibly. a different one. Yeah. But the, yeah. Viking Raiders, vicious. Yeah, they're going to... Maybe maybe they're going to write New Day off for a bit. Maybe. Maybe. Like they got an um, out for them right now. Yeah, it's not cooking, is it? Um, uh, you know, the Usos aren't going to have anyone to work with, but Vikings. the Usos can just back up Roman for a bit, maybe, yeah. and say, oh, we want another title shot, and the Viking Raiders can be the inevitable first defence for the Street Profits, because I think you and I both agree, I think they're winning the tag titles on Saturday. I yeah, I... I I don't know why you couldn't just like they're presenting the Viking Raiders like we've never seen them before. Yeah. 
I was like, you, we've seen them for ages, and they yeah. were good, and then you ruined them, and now you're giving them shields and face paint, and you're acting like, well, it's this new, whole new stable. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Uh, I really wish the kind of idea of the upgrade wasn't just, like, cartoon stuff, like face yeah. paint and shields and stuff, and was, like, when you go back and, and you see, like, the entrance at uh, TakeOver New York in 2019, and, like, the, the way they come from out of the floor, and there's just the terrifying huge brutes of men Sidgwick said and I agree that it looked like they were literally walking out of hell to fight people <laughs> and then you get three years later and they're carrying toy shields around and stuff mm. it's, 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 it is what it is I'm hope, hopeful that this kind of cartoon presentation is going to go the way of the dinosaurs under the yes. but uh, finally tread carefully here because you tread on my dreams Andy Murray oh. what is going on with maximum male models oh boy I mean, we're getting the beachwear collection this week with Maxine Dupree, yeah. the former Sophia Cromwell. I say. But the thing about this that really made it, as much as I love Marseille and Mansoir, was Max Dupree. Yeah. yeah, he was. And he apparently is now no longer the part of the act. I mean, it might be good because then we might get L.A. Naya breaking think, out on his own. But yeah. uh, I don't know what, how I feel about. Because Sophia Cromwell's promo, Maxine, was was not great last week. It wasn't, no. Uh, I think I would rather have Max Dupree than, than L.A. Knight, you know. Like, as much as I get such a big kick out of him doing his L.A. Knight, Eli Drake, yeah. Yeah. Like, let me talk to you. Let, let me. Cheers, Toots. <laughs> let me, let me uh, crowbar seven catchphrases into a line. <laughs> I love that. Like, I think it's, it's really fun. Um, as a man who thinks The Rock is the greatest wrestler of all there time, you go. it's like a cheat code. For yeah, me. exactly. Like, his cadence is pure Rock Austin, oh. isn't it? Um, I love that stuff. But, but Maximum Male Models was so much, it was just goofy, idiotic fun. And I was really having a good time with these segments. Like, Marseille. And he was, like, appraising his calf muscles mm. and stuff. Look at it, that backhand. Yeah, it's just just cr- fun. Um, so going by the reports about him not liking some of the creative and stuff, maybe this was a thing that, what's his name? Sean Ricker, I think his real life name is, uh, that he personally wasn't, maybe he wasn't into it so much. Uh, in which case... He's got an incredible shape. He really is in I mean, he already shape. was when he yeah. was in NXT and yeah. elsewhere, but... Now I saw some photos that you posted, and I was like, beast. it kind of makes sense that maybe he wants to make the most of this in between the ropes. Perhaps. Yeah, for sure. So, like, if this is something that he personally wasn't enjoying, I'd much rather he was happy and doing something he is enjoying. Um, so, like, I don't want to go against the wishes of the performer or anything like that, but it is a downgrade. It's a big downgrade. Um, I'm not going to, you know, write off a young pro wrestler like Sophia Cromwell, who's only been doing this for the time it takes for certain members of our audience to brew a cup of coffee in a day. <laughs> uh, seriously, some of them, it takes about 45 oh. minutes. Um, <laughs> but it, 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 she, she, she's not a talker of the same level. Like you could tell from that promo in its early days, and this is understandable, she should not be a good talker at this stage because no. she's a total rookie. She was reading lines. Like, you could tell you didn't believe why, her. Why not just pair them up? The whole point is they're brother and sister. Yeah. She could learn a hell of a lot from the former L.A. Naya. Yeah. And she was doing funny stuff in NXT. You could have kept her down there. You could have moved Ginny over. Oh, yeah. Which is good. Because we all thought she, it was going to be. Yeah, she did a fashionista gimmick in progress ages ago. And also... She's like with Walter in real life, so you can do a nice thing and and have a couple on their own together. It's yeah. like let's do some nice things for our for our humans, which they do a lot of. They do pair couples up a lot. In terms fair. of fantasy booking, though, 
beachwear. What are we thinking? Surfboards? Ooh. Surfboards. They're going to be like bros, aren't they? Yeah. Surfboards, board shorts. Maybe like a, maybe like a cheeky Sidgwick pattern shirt, you know, like with oranges or something on it. Here's a question. What body part, because they've done like ass mm. and yes. calves and things like that, what body part are they going to focus on? Backs. Backs? Why not? I like that. Backs. I, I'm going to say Achilles. Ooh. <laughs> Get those ankles out for the boys. Let me see. Uh, let me see the top of your feet. Not oh, the toes, just oh, the top. Yeah, no, actually, I tell you what, because they always like doing random stuff, don't they? That does numbers yeah. on YouTube. Feet, feet stuff. There you go. Feet stuff. Here we go. Oh, Here yeah. we go. Let me see those piggies, baby. Let's do this. This is rampage, baby. Bump, bump. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not? Like, I'm still going to give this a chance because it's one of my favorite things on SmackDown, but. I don't know. Without Max Dupree, it might not just be. It might just might not be the same. Yeah, I'm with you. It's like when you're. But then again, that might be the Vince decision of get rid of him, and, and yeah. Trips could could recognize what he's got in. This is the thing. It's like when your favorite band that's only been together for four weeks replaces the lead singer. You know, the rhythm section is still solid, but it's not quite the mm. same. Not quite the same. Well, let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch today. You can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy Murray. No, <laughs> at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for... Hey! <laughs> you can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to WhatCultureWrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcast me and andy will be looking ahead to uh rampage baby a little bit later on today and of course we've got wrestle culture with a hashtag bloody good quiz coming your way later as well but for now this has been the smackdown preview i thanks andy murray thank you for joining us and we will see you soon do you love anime gaming movies and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do then join us on crunchyroll presents the anime effect I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely incredible or anime and under this mask is another mask (laughs) you can discover your new favorites right here on the anime effect listen every friday wherever you get your podcast and watch full video episodes on crunchyroll or on the crunchyroll youtube channel